0: I hear people say, oh, dang, I work a full-time job and I just don't have time to grow my photography business. Listen, instead of waiting until you have the time you think you need to switch careers, I want to challenge your perspective and help you see that actually by using the current job you have, and maybe you don't love, to fund your dream job You could actually get where you want faster. And I believe it will take less time than you're probably already putting into your hobby. And listen, if you are a stay-at-home parent or you don't have a day job right now, I think you will also be served by listening as well because these ideas can change your life too. So the real question is, each week i'll show you how to find and serve boutique portrait photography clients in a world where we compete with free thanks to everyone having a digital camera in their pocket take the first step to adding more joy and profit to your life by downloading your free photography business tools at joyofmarketing.com forward slash podcast it's funny isn't it when do we have time and money just sitting there waiting for us to use them. The funny thing is you never will have an abundance of either until you decide to. And that is the truth. I have a student, Darren Elias. He was working full time in sort of a soul sucking IT job. It was super high stress And he just didn't love it. So at the end of the day, during nights and weekends to relax, he would do what he loved, which was photography sessions. And he told himself what a lot of others told themselves too. Photography can't be a career. It's just a fun hobby. I can't charge what I need to charge so that I could actually support my family. And so he continued the grind during the day and just saw his his photography as a hobby. He somewhere came across some of the training that we put out into the market so that photographers could see that oh my gosh, there's actually another way. But what I love about Darren's story is money wasn't what was holding him back. His issue was, oh, I don't think I can have the time to do this full-time job and learn how to make money in my photography business because it's really just a hobby. But you know what he thought? I'm just so unhappy in my day job, but I'm making money. So I'm going to take that money from my day job and I'm going to take Sarah's two month coaching program so I can figure out maybe there's a way for me to make a little more money. Sure, he was worried that he couldn't keep up, but like many, he found that knowing he was learning something that could fuel his passion, (laughs) that it would help him get through his day job without doing something crazy like quitting the day job before knowing how to make money in his dream job. That's what's so cool for you guys who are working full-time, especially if you're not happy with your career. And hey, if you love your career, outside of being a photographer, good for you because you're pretty much in the minority and you might just want to have photography as a hobby, which is cool. But if you don't love what you're doing every day and you think, oh my gosh, I could never be a full-time photographer where people actually pay me good money and that's how I could pay my bills. I just don't think that would ever be possible for me. But here's the thing. You might actually learn what Darren learned. That oh my gosh, he can make money doing what he loves. Within a year, he quit his full-time job and replaced it with his photography income. Imagine that. So in the short term, did he have to work a little harder? Sure. And more than anything, he probably had to prioritize things he was saying yes to that he shouldn't be so that he could focus on the dream job replacing the full-time job. I have some really great tips for you guys today, but I'm not going to sugarcoat the fact that I was inspired to create today's training in part because I have so many students or or photographers telling me, "Oh, I'm a stay-at-home parent and I just don't have any money to invest in learning how to build my business and they want to do our courses and they tell me they just can't do it." So listen, if that's you, I want you to consider getting a part-time job in the short term to fund the dream because come on, staying home full-time is I think pretty much a luxury, not from a monetary standpoint, but from a, I prioritize having the time with my kids, but owning your own business so you can make money and put family first is also kind of a luxury because everyone won't do what it takes to have this kind of lifestyle. There is no risk if you have a job because you have a plan to pay for it. And look, you don't have to abandon your kids. There are jobs that can be done from home and flex hours. You can trade for childcare, care, et cetera. And it's a gift to be able to stay home and raise your kids. But I know for myself, having somewhere to go and some extra money that I was bringing into the family made me a better mom and a better wife. Sure, it was hard in the beginning. I was working full-time. I was getting my MBA and doing photography sessions nights and weekends. Every waking minute was spent in my dark room printing those black and white images. Why not? I was putting the extra work into learn my craft and learn how to manage the client communications, the workflow, the marketing, all of the processes. And it was excellent because there was no pressure to pay the bills with photography, Here's the thing, I'm gonna be super transparent with you today. Part of the reason I was inspired to create this training is that I hear from a lot of photographers, oh, it's my dream. I want to build my business. And a lot of them say, you know, I'm a stay-at-home parent or I just don't have the money. And I have some suggestions for you guys too, because I think this training will will really benefit you. But the reason I created this today was for those of you who are working full-time and you're telling yourselves, I just don't have the time because here's the reality. If you have the money that's coming in every month from another source, you can invest in learning how to run a business in very few hours a week. I'm going to give you five really great steps to transition so you can let your day job fund your dream job. So grab a pen and paper because this podcast episode is for you. Now, I just want to take a moment to address those of you who don't have a full-time job or even a part-time job. Maybe you're a stay-at-home parent because these tips are going to help you as well. But here's the reality. If you want to grow your photography business, there's an easy solution. Get a part-time job. Now, just listen to me. If you get a part-time job in the short term to fund your long-term dream It's so possible. And here's the reality. I think staying home full-time is a luxury, right? Not a luxury in, oh, I'm going to have a ton of money, but you get the ability to be the one full-time raising your child, which maybe you've dreamt of your whole life. And a lot of people want to do that and can't afford to do that. So that's cool that you've made that lifestyle choice. But I want you to know too, that owning your own business is also sort of a luxury because You have the ability to make money and put your family first. That's what I fight for here on this podcast every week. You can work full time and grind and potentially be miserable and work your life away and not have as much time with your kids, or you can choose to be a full time, stay at home parent, live on a tight, tight budget, and not have the extra money to be able to, to pour into your kids in ways, and I'm not saying buying material things, but education and travel and life experiences that make them also amazing humans, just like it does being a stay-at-home parent. So I want you to consider that you can have both of these. And if you're that stay-at-home parent, you don't have to abandon your kids. There are jobs that can be done from home in flex hours. You can trade child care. And I get it, it is a gift to be able to stay home if that's your choice to raise your kids. But I know for myself, when I had somewhere to go and get dressed, right, and shower, and I was making some extra money that I was bringing into the family, it made me a better mom, and it made me a better wife. Sure, it was hard in the beginning, and there were times before I had kids, and then after I had kids, when I was getting my MBA, and I was doing photography sessions nights and weekends, every waking minute was spent in my dark room printing black and white images. Why not? I mean, why sit on Netflix? Why not put extra work into learning your craft and learning how to run a business from client communications to workflow to marketing to all of the processes? It was excellent because when I had the day job, there was no pressure to pay the bills with my photography. Okay, that pressure didn't come in until I left the day job. But I'm talking today to those of you who have steady income because that makes investing in education and investing in our programs a no brainer. And hey, if it sounds like I'm really trying to enroll you in what we've got going on over here, I am because I know that it is the path to changing your life. So I really want you guys both to hear this, whether you're working full-time or you're a stay-at-home parent and you've been thinking about, hmm, should I get some income in my life? I really want you to hear this, okay? I want you to be able to build a business without the pressure to have to pay bills from this little baby business immediately. Think about anything major you do in your life. You go to college for four years, starting with 101 classes in history and English and math and things that you maybe aren't even going to use in your life in the hopes of of getting a job. (laughs) Right? So you do all that work in the hopes of getting your foot in the door and you're working your way up into a higher income. If you have a baby, it takes years for that baby to be able to walk, to talk, to get itself dressed, let alone contribute financially to the family. You have to invest time and some money in your business before it can have a return. If you're telling yourself you're going to get the results that you could get by investing in a mentor in a program without that mentor in the program, and you've been doing it, you've been trying, and you haven't gotten results, I would like to challenge you there. If it were easy, everyone would be doing it. And listen, do I have some students who are crushing it literally in weeks? Yes, yes. Every time I do one of my two-month coaching programs, I absolutely do. I think in week one, I've had students get multiple thousand dollars of Julie's, which is thousand dollar orders. I've had some get over $10,000 in that first month. So it is possible. It's also possible that Some people get a really great job opportunity while they're still in college and maybe they go to part-time so that they can make all the big time money during the day. Some people's babies walk at like seven months old. Mine were 18 months old. Okay. There are different results that different people get doing different tasks, but the reality is If you go into it with the mindset that it isn't just about making money, but it's about building a sustainable business that can fit into your life and improving your life so that you can make money and put family first in the long term, you are going the right direction. I want you to stop beating yourself up because it's not working fast enough and you're not even following a system. You're just guessing or you're copying what your competitors are doing and they don't have a system. They're copying another competitor who's copying another competitor. Now is your time because it can be. All you have to do is decide that you want it to be your time. So let's dig in because I'm gonna give you five steps to transition from a day job to maybe even part-time photography and part-time day job. But I want you to consider letting your day job fund your dream job. Okay, number one, and I want you to grab a piece of paper for this one. What you're going to do is I want you to make a list of every single thing you're spending your time on i know you might be going sarah yeah yeah yeah. just give me the five things no really because if you're saying you don't have time and you're overwhelmed i promise you you do have time it's about priorities so let's start by looking at your phone come on friend go to the average usage and tell me how much time are you spending on your phone Look at how much time you're spending on your TV, running around, doing mindless shopping. And if you're at a loss, you can do this over a week where you track what you're doing all day long in 15 minute increments. So throughout the day, you're looking at what did I do the last hour? You break it down. And if you do that throughout the day, you'll find out what you're doing that's wasting your time and that's not productive. There's a principle called the Pareto principle. It's the 80-20 rule. The 20% of your input or the things you're doing are creating 80% of your results. So that means if it's true that you're wasting 80% of your time. And I believe that most of us are. So if we start looking at what are we doing that's not contributing to the whole picture of what we want, let's get rid of it. Let's do a quick check here too, because you say that you want to have a successful photography business. And if this is true and you're out there doing things that are counterproductive to your goals, this is being out of alignment. So if you say, oh, more than anything, I want to have a successful business. And then your actions are not moving you that way I want you to circle the things on your list that are not contributing to the advancement of this dream life. I know you're working hard now. I'm sure you are. But what if 80% of the things you were doing were actually wasting time and not moving you in the right direction? It's interesting because somewhere along the line, someone created a 40-hour work week. I don't know who that was right, who counted up eight to five and put an hour in there for lunch and said, hey, this is what people should work. It's a 40-hour work week. So if you're working, air quote, a full-time job for 40 or so hours a week, you think, well, I'm working so hard. I'm working this full-time job. But the reality is there are 168 hours in a week. If you sleep eight hours a night, that's 56 of those hours. And you work your day job 40 hours of them That's 96 hours. Where are the other 72 hours a week going? Where are they going? Okay, so I want you to think about what can you do with this time to advance your business? Now, of course, some are commuting to the job, some are eating, things like that. But there are still a lot of hours in the week that can be put toward your goal. Are you listening to audio education on your commute? Are you reading a book or reaching out to clients on your lunch hour if you take one? Where does a part-time job fit in? And it's never been easier for you to have flexibility in a part-time job. My high school and college children wanted extra money for a concert they were going to, and so they went and signed up for Instacart. (laughs) They made their money and then they, Unsubscribed or whatever they did that they didn't do it anymore. Now, granted, they didn't need a lot of money. They did a, a couple deliveries for a couple weekends, but this doesn't have to be forever. Double down, take your car and make deliveries or find something online, do something flex for people, go door to door and ask your neighbors, whatever it is. The good news is this doesn't have to be forever. But if you're in debt, and you're living with scarcity, this is the first shift you must make. If you're working full-time and you're telling yourself you're overwhelmed, it's again, because you're in that scarcity mindset. So you've got to find time. Some people have to find the money. Whatever it is you need, have an abundance mindset and start looking at the 80% of the things you're doing that are wasting your time. So number one is Figuring out all the things you're doing and prioritizing to stop doing the things that are counterproductive to you being in alignment of you wanting to have your photography business. Number two, create a vision board. A vision board is a visual representation of what you want your life to look like. And listen, if you don't have a map of where you want to go, how are you going to make a plan to get there, let alone ever get there? If you're the person saying, oh, I'm just doing photography for fun. And if it takes off and makes it great, I'll go full time with it. Listen, it doesn't just happen. (laughs) It doesn't. In my programs, we do a lot of talking about our vision and our future and what we're building. and We do this a lot in January. Oh my gosh, everybody at the beginning of the year looks at their life and says, I wanna lose some weight, I want to remodel my house, I want to be a better spouse, I wanna get my business going, whatever it is. But listen to me, it's mid-year. You don't need to wait till January because think about yourself a year from now and if nothing changes, where are you going to be? You're going to be in the same place you were A year ago and the year before that, because if you don't have a vision and work toward it, a day becomes a week, a week becomes a month, a month becomes a quarter, a decade, and bam, your life is flying by. We know no one's at the end of their life saying, I wish I would have done more dabbling or wasted more time doing mindless tasks. So put it on your vision board that you want to put your family first, that you want to make money That you want to build a life that has meaning and impact full of abundance. We can have abundance. Number three, communicate your long-term vision to your inner circle. If they don't know that you truly want to do the hard work it takes to be a successful photography business owner... They're going to see what you do as a cute little hobby. And when you're home working on your business, they're going to call you to babysit because they don't respect you. And they think, oh, you don't have a real business. And listen, when it comes to your spouse, if you want them to support you, when you go to them and say, hey, I want to make some hard decisions that will grow my business, it's less likely to happen if you don't share with them your goals. You've got to share that vision. Now, I want you to tell them you're serious, so that's the what, what you want to do, but the how is not something we share with our front pocket. If you've listened to this podcast at all, you've heard me talk about the front pocket and the back pocket, and if you haven't, go back to episode seven, way back at the start of this, baby, back at episode seven, where I explain the front pocket is where you keep the people close to you, those people you love, your friends, your family your neighbors, your grandparents, all of those people. But then if you're going to succeed in business, you've got to have a back pocket. Your back pocket is your mentor, the program your mentor teaches, and the other students who are also investing in that mentor. Not just strangers giving you advice because you can't take advice from people who aren't where you want to be. Just like with parenting, if you're having problems with your kids, you don't go to your friend who doesn't have children to ask their advice. You've got to go to the people who are doing it, which is why you're here. Okay, so I want to make sure you're crystal clear on this. You tell your family the what, not the how. You don't tell them you're going to do it by raising prices and taking away digital files because they'll freak out and they'll try to tell you how you're crazy and no one will pay you more than what you're already charging. And you just smile and say, well, actually, we're not going to talk about that part of it. I just want you to know that I've got a mentor in a community that I'm going to invest in if that's indeed what you want to do. They are not the ones anymore responsible for you getting where you want to go. You are responsible for your own rescue. We always say, participate in your own rescue. Don't wait for the man with the cape to fly in and save you because there is no Superman. And you know what? You have what it takes. You can do this. Number four, make a checklist of what you need to do to make your dreams happen, including prioritizing paying how to do it. Maybe that's your summer bucket list. Okay, so you make a list of all the things you need to do to crush being able to invest in your business. So ask yourself, what's standing in my way? Maybe it's gear. Maybe you don't have a computer or owning Photoshop or Lightroom and the programs you need. Maybe it's wanting to join the chamber. Maybe it's finding a way to get childcare. And again, put it on the list, then you can figure out how to fund it. And maybe you can even trade for some of these things. The biggest thing here is instead of saying I can't, I want you to ask yourself, how can I? So make a bucket list of all the things you want to accomplish to help you accomplish your dreams and then just start chipping away at them. It's your summer bucket list and I would love it if you would create that, take a photo of it and then post it on Instagram and tag me at sarah.petty so I can see that you are an action taker. And number five, look at your financial wellness. If you're living in scarcity, it's really hard to start growing a business because you're afraid all the time about money. You're likely living at your debt threshold. You likely have a low credit score. You likely aren't good with money. The thought of it freaks you out, having it freaks you out, not having it freaks you out. All of these things contribute to your financial health And if you struggle in this area, it tells me that you don't have the skills that you're needing to run a business right now. But the good news is that these skills can so quickly be learned. You likely just haven't had the right voice in your life telling you how it can work. You can do things like literally reach out to the company that gives the credit scores and you can ask them, how can I get my credit score up? And they'll help you. They might have you write letters to creditors that you've paid consistently, even though you made some late payments and they can help you clean up that credit score because that's the first step in getting yourself in a place where you can use money to make money. That's what wealthy people do. They use other people's money in the form of loans and credit cards and and borrowing money to make more money. And what broke people do and and poor people and people in scarcity mindset do is they hang on to their money and then they they panic and they have fear. And so they put things on credit card that they don't need, maybe as a form of retail therapy, and then they're paying interest on that, that money for things that they didn't need in the first place. So there is good debt and there is bad debt. And you've got to get okay with good debt for running your business and bad debt is things you don't need in your life. The cool thing is we teach some of these things in our programs so that people can learn how to be better with money. That's part of running a profitable business. So you guys who are working full time and you have money coming in, you're in such a great place. You too can clean up your credit score if it's low also investing to grow your photography business. All of these things can work at the same time. So if you're telling yourself, I'm just going to pause right now, I'm going to pause to switch gears and then I can get out of overwhelm because I'm working full time and I'm working all the time or whatever it is. I hear this a lot. And I really want you to think about this because Seth Godin had a great blog post recently about this exact thing. He said, look, When a car is switching gears, the engine is providing no forward power. So I don't know about you, but if you have ever driven a stick shift car, you can't shift gears when the car isn't moving. (laughs) The car has to be moving to shift gears. And it's the same thing with you. Here's the thing. He said, look, when a car is switching gears, the engine is providing no forward power. It's more difficult to steer, brake, or otherwise control the forward motion of the car as you change it from one gear to another. And yet the only way to effectively switch gears is to do it while moving, to use that forward momentum to overcome the pause in the engine's power. Most people think getting out of overwhelm is stopping, and then they wonder why they can't start again. Because they've lost their momentum. They can't shift to second gear because they're stuck in the parking lot. That's a terrible place to be when you're trying to get going. It's kind of like when people say, oh, I just want to get my ducks in a row. Have you ever seen ducks standing in a row? It's not possible. But what can happen is when one duck leads, the rest of the ducks follow If you want to be a leader for your family, we can help you. And the fact that you have a job really gives you an advantage over all of your competitors who are saying they just can't afford to invest in themselves right now because they don't have a job. So use that as your advantage. Be the lead duck to jump in and show your family what a leader looks like. Even if you're a single person or you're a single parent Seriously, that is how you get ahead. You don't wait to get the ducks in a row because that never happens. You become the leader. Listen, we're in spring headed full blast into summer. The world is excited to get outside and enjoy their families. And after 2020, I think many of us realize we have taken togetherness and being with friends a lot less for granted than we ever have before. People understand the meaning of family. And as photographers, that is what we celebrate. The people and pets that people love. So I really want you to hear me on this. For those of you who have income coming into your life with a day job, I don't think there is a better time than right now to use the money that is replenished each week from your day job to invest in learning the skills you need to help you build your dream life. And for those of you who don't have income coming into your life, that's easily solvable by following the five steps I shared in this podcast and rearranging so that your goals come first and then you set your priorities Based on what you say those goals are, we call that alignment. And you're here listening to this podcast, so I know that you're at least having that conversation in your head. What if this could work for me? And even worse, are you asking yourself, what if I keep going the way that I'm going? Look, nobody gets to the end of their life and wishes they would have procrastinated more or made more excuses. And I know you don't think they're excuses, but they are. Hey, I believe in you, my friend, because I believe in my system and I've seen what it can do for people, people like Darren who work full time, other people who don't have the resources, but have the resourcefulness to go find a way. If you are interested in shifting gears while you're moving, reach out to me on Instagram at sarah.petty. And instead of us having a conversation of, can I do this? Let's have a, how can I do this conversation? Shoot me a message and tell me I want to chat. And let's get you moving forward so that you can shift those gears. I am cheering for you I am fighting for you and now it's time for you to pick you let's go my friend hey photographer it's Sarah again with a quick question for you do you ever wonder why some photographers make $300 a session and others make $3,000 i know i did so i dug deep into what's going on and i wrote a book for you called worth every penny you can get a free copy at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book inside this book you'll learn four ways to price your photography and why there's just one pricing strategy that attracts the best clients what to do when you need clients and why paying for ads doesn't work and what to do instead that's way cheaper the do's and don'ts of social media, what most photographers are doing wrong that lowers their profits, and what to do instead. I'm not sure there's a book on the planet that more photographers have read. 23,124 photographers have it already, so I want you to have it too. Grab your copy of the hardcover book free here. Just pay a little for shipping and handling at joyofmarketing.com forward slash free book.